You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. song of all time in my opinion black sabbath ben by black sabbath this is ben and woods by ben and woods happy halloween everybody creepy It is creepy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Imagine buying this record in the time of peace and love and rainbows and flowers, and then Black Sabbath out of Birmingham, England, drops this on the world. Here we go. How confusing off. was that for people Dude, when this I came know, out? I know. Well, what are you listening to? Black Sabbath. What? I know it's Black Sabbath. What's the name of the song? Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah. Who's Black on Sabbath. first? Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. The more confusing thing is, if you're going to San Francisco, please wear a flower in your hair, and then this is on the other end of the world, and it's just dark and gray and terrifying. Just, I've never been more terrified of hearing a song for the first time in my life. But it is, uh, it is Halloween today. Spooky vibes going on in here. Spooky time, I think, just around the uh, the world. Just a very confusing and spooky, spooky scene these days. We can get into some of that uh, today. 
I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Happy Halloween, Benjamin. Happy Halloween, everybody. I was at uh, Costco yesterday getting the big bag of candy, so we'd have enough tonight for, for the, the children in the neighborhood. Our neighborhood goes absolutely balls out. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait for tonight. My kids are elated. Uh, so, so good to be back here with you guys. You have no idea. No idea. You have some idea. My wife was tweeting about it, but... I don't know that you really get the depths of despair and uh, torture that was this weekend. You have solved Halloween. The mystery, though, of Halloween is liking the candies that no one else likes, which means they're all left over for you, Mr. Almond Joy over there. And mounds. Delicious. No one wants those, so all you have is a giant pile of them at the end of the night that no one wanted, and Woods just claims them all. A giant mound of mounds. And almond joy. It's like I, uh, I was at Target yesterday, so and they good. had a bunch of bins full of Halloween candy and other decorations and stuff right at the front, and the the boxes were completely empty. Yeah, picked the day through. before Halloween. Right. The only candies left were the big bags of payday. Yeah, nobody wants payday. Absolutely disgusting. I take like, payday. It's like, oh, there's, there's the Kit Kat box. Oh, completely oh, empty. empty. Oh, the M M&M and M box gone. completely empty. Even the almond joy and mounds are gone before <laughs> payday. All right. Uh, we had the trip from hell this weekend. Welcome back. It's good to be back, man. Again, you went from Dallas to here in Dallas. Here in Dallas, we uh, it's you know we've talked about it a billion times. We'll talk about it a billion more. There's no better feeling than flying back into the city. None, never. It's never. You could have come from, you could have come from Barcelona. You could have come from Greece. You could have come from the greatest trip of your life when you land in San Diego. 99 times out of 100, you're like, oh, my God, thank God I'm home. Now, I saw that they lost your luggage on the flight out. Is that because, and I'm assuming it's not, knowing you, is that because you got your flight the very last minute and they didn't have time to load the luggage onto the plane? You you know me better than that. I know you better than that, and I'm guessing that shouldn't have been the case. You arrive obscenely early to flights and everything else, so you're thinking you should have... They should have hours to have loaded your luggage upon the plane and get it to you timely on the baggage carousel when you arrived at DFW. They had a bad day. They had a really, really bad day because it wasn't just our luggage. It was a lot of people on our flight's luggage. There was a lot of connections on our flight. Uh, we were two hours delayed leaving San Diego, so you're already kind of up against it. But so they had an extra two hours to get yeah, your luggage yeah, on your flight. They had more time. Uh, but we had we you know we're fine. Once you're in the airport, you can you can while away the time. You watch a movie, you have some food. You know we ate some breakfast. It was no big deal. Uh, so we were delayed. So we got on the plane and we're like, all right, we'll get in there. We landed at DFW. By the way, we saw Craig Stammen and family uh, in the airport. My wife uh, eagle eyed against Craig Stammen. I go, oh yeah, it is. I should go say hello. She's absolutely not. Do not. I go, all right. I don't know that I know Craig all that well. He'd probably know my face if I introduced myself, but I didn't. I left him be. He's with his three kids and his wife in the airport, feeding them cherry, like, you know, bags of little bags of Cheerios for his little guys. And uh, we get on the plane, fly to Dallas. We touch down. A little dicey, be honest with you. It was pouring rain. One, it was pouring, pouring rain when we landed. And you touch down, you're like, ah, whew, all right, we made it. Go out to the carousel. There's Joey Gallo, Los Angeles Dodger Joey Gallo, sitting waiting for his bags from another flight. 
Again, did my, he hit a home run off Craig Stammen? My, that, I was going to tweet <laughs> what who wins this matchup, right? That's a really good matchup. I actually was going to tweet that. Uh, my wife spotted him as well. I'm like, you've really turned into quite the uh, jock sniffer, haven't you? Just spotting out athletes everywhere we go. I'm terrible at spotting celebrities or any other athletes out in the wild. Yeah, once they're out of their normal. Their uni- yeah, situation, <laughs> uniform, or even at Petco Park. You know, if I was at the ballpark and they walked in even in street clothes, because I'm expecting it, I'd know, oh, yeah, th- th- who's that? Th- th- there's Fernando Tetis Jr. Right. I could probably run into him on the street, and if I'm not ready for it, God, that guy looks so, looks familiar. so familiar. Who to is me. he? Yeah. So Joey Gallo was waiting for his bags as well, and he was very frustrated. And we waited an hour. And then we waited about an hour and a half, and then we had been in the baggage claim for two hours. And we kept walking up to the lady. Say, is there any update? She goes, oh, no, you're just going to need to stay here and wait. And I, I looked at Hannah. I go, rehearsal dinner's at 730. We have nothing. We, have, we were both in sweats and comfy shoes and you know sweatshirts because you're traveling. And we had nothing. We had absolutely nothing on us. So finally, after about two and a half hours, we gave them our address of the hotel we were staying at, and we left. And they're like, yeah, if we find it, we'll bring it to you. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. Now, Hannah's in the wedding. On Saturday, bridesmaid dresses packed, all of our dop kit, our deodorant, underwear, toothbrush, toothpaste, the whole thing. So we get to our hotel, we check in. She goes, We got to go to the mall or something. I go, All right. So we go to the mall. It's like a 45 minute ride in the rain, about $80. So get to the mall. It's pouring. It's just, it's just dumping everywhere. Walk in. She's like, I don't even know what to get. I go, I don't either. Am I buying? I go, It's 5 30 at this point. We're not making the rehearsal dinner. We got a 45 minute ride back. We have no clothes. Like, I'm not buying stuff for this thing. Like, we're such an unpopular opinion. People are going to roast me for it. But I think, uh, I think, I think we're, we're, we're past the need for a, a, a wedding. We're just past it. It's just, we just don't need to do it. If you want to marry your, your lifelong partner and best friend, go ahead. How about this? Nobody's Instead of canceling you. all weddings and travel, your flight, your trip was less than 48 hours total, right? Yeah. I mean, so I know it was a wedding, so you had to have a couple of changes of clothes. Why didn't you just carry your luggage onto the plane in a carry-on-sized bag that could have easily fit everything you needed for a very short weekend trip? Well, so I'm glad you asked. So you've got a giant bridesmaid, long-flowing okay. bridesmaid dress. I've got a suit. I've got dress shoes. I've got other shoes. I mean, I brought your hanging bag. And I was going to take it with me and try to carry it on. The plane was bursting at the seams. They were checking luggage at the gate, right? So even had we brought, right. even had we brought smaller bags, we're, we were in Group Seven, Row Twenty Eight. We were at the back of the plane. We ain't our bags. Experienced business on. travelers will do anything possible no to, doubt, avoid to avoid that checking their bag. 100%. They want to have it with them at all times. Fits comfortably, perfectly in the overhead compartment. Got the wheels. They pull it out. They go. They're on to their next yep. thing. They don't have to stop at the claim. They just move on with their day. Well, and it's different, man. You know, women, Hannah has all these things that she has to bring, like for hair and makeup. And you can't even get most of that stuff past security, right? So you have to check a lot of that stuff. So so I was going to take yours. And she goes, well, I'm checking bags. Might as well check yours. I go, all right, I'll just put mine in a bigger suitcase. And we'll, if we're both checking, then no big deal. It was a big deal. So they lost them. They're gone. So we're a wreck. I mean, we are sniping at each other. She's like, you need to go get a suit. I'm like, over my dead body, am I going to go spend another $1,000 for a suit for this wedding? I go, I just won't go. You go. They have another bridesmaid dress. So we are just like like two rabid dogs at each other in the mall. 
And I'm like, I you know, I'm just, I'm done. Like, I'm, do- I'm just gonna go back. Let's just go back to the hotel, and we'll wait for our bags and try to track them. You could have gotten one of those Dallas suits with the cowboy hat and everything, <laughs> and like a real authentic Texas look for the wedding. I did not want to. Tabitha and her husband are both like model looker looking people. Nineteen eighty six Larry Hagman what style. Do you, what do you think their guests looked like? Every one of them looked like a GQ model or like a Playboy <laughs> bunny. They were all tens everywhere I went. So anyway, I think the worst part that happened to me was this. So I'm tracking our bags. I'm on the phone with American every thirty minutes. Can you call again? Sure, I'll call again. So I call Ben. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Oh found them they're in nashville okay great when will they be back well we're not sure we'll let you know oh this is just super uh so then back in the hotel we're watching the uh world series game great game by the way uh and and all of a sudden it's about 10 45 p.m and i go i'm starving i am all i've eaten is snacks all day like i've had some checks mix and whatever i have not eaten a meal and i thought to myself i saw a whataburger 0.6 miles from the hotel now, remind you, pissing rain, we have no car. So I go, you know what? I call Whataburger. I call them. Hey, man, what time do you guys start serving breakfast? Because I'll say this. The Whataburger burger is not great. The breakfast there is spectacular. They have these, like, breakfast tacos that are amazing. It's one of Woods' first things that we have to do when we go to spring training. Is now, get taquitos. Because yeah. they have Whataburger in or around Peoria, Arizona. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think to myself, you know what, man? It's 1045. It's pissing rain. I'm starving. I'm going to go down and get fresh Whataburger breakfast. It starts at 11, the guy told me. So I walk down, and again, pouring. And I have vans on, canvas vans. So they're soaked all the way through. And I have a hoodie on. Like, I look like I'm going to buy speed somewhere. Is what I have a black hoodie pulled over my head. If you were at a nice hotel, they probably would have handed you an umbrella at the door. And I didn't even think to ask. Walked out and brought it back. So I kept, we were at a Marriott. Okay, so I walk down, and it's a lot further than I thought. I get to the front door, you guys. I go to open it. It's locked. Uh Uh-oh. Go to the other door. (laughs) Try to open it. Oh, you can only drive through. Drive through only. Drive through only. (laughs) You have no car. So I'm standing out there. I have no car. I'd seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. I know they're not going to let me walk through the drive-thru. I know that's not happening. I'm not going to embarrass myself either. I'm not going to ask some stranger either. So I called an Uber, and an Uber was on his way. I hit the private message with him. I go, hey, bud. Do you mind if we hit the uh, drive-thru before we leave? Here's what he writes back. Mind you, I'm fiending for Whataburger for like seven hours in a row. It's all I can think about. It's all I want. Order online through the app. Then when your food is ready, get another Uber. I'm going to cancel if that's cool, is what he texted me. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I just walked back to the hotel, head in hands. And uh, that was that was probably the worst part. But we did end up getting up at like six thirty, going to get our our uh, baggage the next morning. And after that, it was pretty fun. Pretty fun. We had a good time. Uh, I did, by the way. This is pretty interesting. You know my AirPods, my little AirPods that I carry. Uh, I had some sweatpants on. I had my wallet, my AirPods, and that's it in my pocket. Sat down on a couch. The AirPods fell out of my pocket. So we get in the cab, and I'm frantically searching for my AirPods. And I hit the find my AirPods. And I go, oh, they're in the hotel. So I run back into the lobby. They're not there. I run back up to my room. They're not there either. And I'm like, what the hell? By the time we touched down in San Diego, I got a notification. My AirPods, somebody stole them off the couch after I dropped them. They're in Springfield, Missouri right now. (laughs) (laughs) So Hannah and I 
track down this. It says their address. We track down their address and their name. We send them an email. Hey, you have our AirPods. Can you please send them back? No response. <laughs> Some SOB was like, hey, babe, look what I found. Back to Missouri we go. And jams my AirPods in his pocket. Fell out of my pocket in the lobby. And that bastard took him and, and put him in his pocket. And now they're in Missouri. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare from basically to stem. See, now this is the true Halloween nightmare. It's that not really is. It's not ghouls and goblins oh. and ghosts. It's the everyday difficulty of just living and traveling. Every and... Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. All right, last question. I'm sorry. I just have to know. You do it all the time here. Why didn't you just DoorDash the Whataburger to your hotel? Be- I tried. Okay. I, so I tried. No <laughs> breakfast. Only the burgers. I didn't want a burger. All right. I wanted the breakfast. And that's all they had. And and I looked. I got back to the hotel and I go, all right, I'll just door dash it. I door dash three meals a day exactly. almost. <laughs> so I walking, go to, I go you're to walking miles to yes. the rain. Just door dash it to your hotel. It's a great idea. <laughs> I lo- the menu had not like switched over to breakfast and I didn't want a burger. I just didn't want one. So I was just in hell. I mean I was in pure hell. And uh, I did have some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life at Terry Black's. Uh, went to Terry Black's that afternoon. Great place in Dallas. Went to the wedding that night. Guess who catered the wedding? Terry Black's. Terry Black's. Yep. Had it twice. Not the worst thing. <laughs> it's, it really yeah, wasn't. It's not the worst it thing. It wasn't the worst thing, but I spent a fortune on lunch. So it was. Uh, I'm glad to be home. I'm happy to be back with you guys. Got a chance to watch a little football yesterday. Nothing major, man. I'm, I'm a little bit behind. I did see the entire game Friday night of the World Series, which was spectacular. Uh, can't wait to talk about that. We'll talk World Series. Uh, we'll talk baseball coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, we'll get uh, the Philly native himself, our Irishman, Brian O'Grady, going to check in with us after his latest season in Japan. He's back. He's got his uh, his new baby at home, back together. I know he's been watching both baseball and football. It'll be good to just uh, see what he's up to. So we'll do that at the bottom of the hour, talk World Series. Aztecs, absolute collapse on Saturday night. I need a full-on bensplanation of this I'm only going to be able to partially give it to you because I thought they won. I fell asleep. I thought it was over. I really, I thought this game is over. I can safely go to sleep. And I woke up and they had lost. And I don't know exactly how it happened either because it shouldn't have been able to happen. I will talk college football. It almost feels like it wouldn't be possible. It shouldn't shouldn't really have been possible. No. So uh, we'll come back. I've got the Daily Diddy selection and my theme inspired by the listener who won a Daily Diddy last week from you. So we will uh, get to that coming up next. It's Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with us on this Halloween Monday morning. New week starting here with all of us together in studio. It's Ben and Woods. Let's check traffic with Kelly right now on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, Chris Ello is not filling in this morning, but if you uh, recognize that, it's his longtime theme song that he's been using for years. It's uh, Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnson, and I was inspired last week by uh, listener. I think it was Joe, Joe. who won Beach in uh, Take on Woods, won a Daily Diddy, and the theme this week is instrumental rock songs. No words. Oh, come on. You can, you're only going to have to come up with like one, maybe two at most. You need words I to enjoy? I definitely only need to come up with one. So. There's a lot of options out there. I love this song. I though. actually I have. would have preferred Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing it to do Halloween or something. No. I mean, that would have been dumb. It's Monday. It's Halloween. By the Friday, <laughs> you it would have been like, you, we it would have, have been such a, a tired old we theme. We don't have to do a theme. The next week, when you get to pick the theme, or Paul gets to pick the theme, you can pick no theme. I'm going to do my all, week. I'm going to do all Slayer then, and, and make I, you go listen to Slayer. And I pick the theme this week. Okay, next week's theme: Slayer. Do you know what ben Slayer today, is? Woods I have no Tuesday, idea. Paul Wednesday, Ben. You can't Thursday. do it that way though, because if Woods loses right. a daily ditty, it changes true. the entire makeup of who gets to pick the theme next yeah. week. Yep. You better not lose. I better not. You Otherwise, just, it could hey, be me again. You could just throw the Daily Ditty for four straight days. <laughs> to make sure that have to do someone else gets the uh, the pick of the theme. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> Slayer. Right. Welcome back. It is Ben and Woods. It's Monday morning. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's still dark out. Spooky. I love it. It's very spooky. I think that's more a uh, figure that we're not to the time change yet. That happens this coming week on Saturday night. 
Sunday morning when we uh, flip our clocks forward. No, oh, fall, it's going to get even later. Fall or back. We flip our earlier? clocks back. No, no, it'll get Straight lighter in the morning. Fall back. Yeah, lighter in the morning, darker earlier at the. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is this our quote evening. unquote extra hour of sleep? Yeah, we get the yeah, we get our hour back. Fine by me. That your kids don't know that. That my kids don't know. They'll just sleep the normal amount, and you'll get up at the normal time. Yeah, but for us in the morning, it does help. It yeah. does help for them. it's it's when you used to wake up at four. It's your body's used to being it, it being five. It helps us. It really does. It's like, for like three days, and then you're yeah. just totally back to normal. Friday, I think Thursday or Friday, we were driving home. It was like I don't know six fifteen, six thirty at night. And Megan goes, God, it feels like it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, yeah, because it's pitch black, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I like it when it's when it's dark. I think it was our hope that uh, the Padres would be hosting Game Three of the World Series tonight. Had they beaten the Phillies in the NLCS instead, uh, it'll be in Philadelphia tonight. As the series uh, goes back to Philly, even at a game apiece, just like the Phillies did in the first two games in San Diego, split the two, win the first, lose the second. And go back home with a chance to sweep three straight games Man. and win a World Series. And, and just like I felt when the Padres went, now nah, there's no way the Phillies are going to win three straight and end it. I feel the same way about the Houston Astros. There's no way the Astros don't win a game or two and get this series back to Houston. If not win all three in Philadelphia, why do I keep feeling this way that the Phillies aren't going to continue to do what they've done all postseason and come up with magical wins at home. They've yet to lose at Citizens Bank Park in the postseason, yet I don't think they can do it against the Astros. I mean, everybody was texting me Friday uh, when it was 5 nothing Astros. Like, man, you know, it sucks. I would love our boys to be in the World Series, but I did not want to get bodied in four games by the Houston Astros. And I said, don't, don't quit on this Phillies team. Do not quit on this Phillies team. And uh, sure enough, they came back, won that game six to five. Justin Verlander, worst post, worst World Series pitcher of all time, surprised me. Yeah, the narrative. Oh, what is he? Zero and six in eight starts yeah, now, with like an eight thirteen ERA. He was perfect through three innings. Oh, he looked so good oh in those God. early innings. Maybe he's just a three inning guy in the World Series. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you think you'd have to look at it and go, "All right." Like you start really good, man. Can you get it? Can you get me twice through the order, and we'll call it a day? Not Dusty Baker's fault. I fully understand riding Justin Verlander, especially when he's perfect through three. But man, they just chipped away. They chipped away, and next thing you know, extra innings. Phillies win on a JT Real Muto home run. It was massively exciting. What a great, great game one. Now game two went a little bit more like you would expect. Um, we'll get into all these though later. I'm, I know I want to talk to Bog next. I don't. Want we to will. Late. I but the my I just keep coming back to. All right, they, the the Astros hit both Nola and Wheeler. Yes, they did, and that's the best that the Phillies have to offer. We know with starting pitching. Now they're going with Noah Syndergaard in Game Three. Obviously, kind of a bullpen day, um, and then probably what Ranger Suarez, who's been coming out of the bullpen and starting in Game Four. I. I just can't see the Astros, if they're hitting the starting pitching of the Phillies, how are they going to lose this series? But- I mean, it doesn't seem like we all, I would have bet my the farm that I don't own that the Padres would at least win one game in, in Philly. Me too. I, the farm. Me too. I'd sign over the deed, and we would be sitting here this morning farmless. Said it a week ago. Didn't even really cross my I mind did not cross on my mind. Friday nope. down at Ballast Point, like, 
Oh, they. I mean, I let's th- not count our chickens too early. I, guys. I, they I could d- get swept. I did they think there was it. a possibility there wouldn't be a game six because we won because the ball. Padres won all three I, in Philadelphia. I I was sure the series was coming back to San Diego. Though. We all. I'm work. sure the Astros fans are thinking the same thing right now. So are they going to fall into that trap? Man, and are the Phillies going to come up with some more magic here over the next three days? Yeah. So you just made the point that the Astros are hitting their good pitching. Well. The Phillies hit their best pitcher in Justin Verlander. Hit him on on Friday night. So their bullpen, both of their bullpens are nasty. And Rob Thompson, the way he's managed his pen, has been brilliant. He's been a he's really done a brilliant. I do job. think the Astros have more starting pitching depth. They have than so the much. Padres did. They There's have, not going like, to be a Clevenger day. No, no. That the uh, Phillies are going to be able to take advantage of against but the I mean, Astros. You don't know that Lance McCullers is going to go out there True. and absolutely shove. You True. just don't. So I mean, y- you felt good about Verlander winning that game, and their second pitcher was uh, uh, Valdez. Yeah, he was great. He was filthy. Um, so yeah, I mean. I, Look, dude, anything's possible. And they blew a five-run lead in Game 1. I mean, it's... They started blowing one in Game 2 as well. They started to blow one in Game 2. They, just, they yeah. held on that time. Yep. All right, we'll talk to our friend Brian O'Grady, catch up with the Irishman uh, back from Japan, and talk a little World Series and more when we come back. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senor Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag Eat Grubbies and EatGrubbies.com. More Ben and Woods with BOG when we come back. On 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Make sure you listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, millions of podcasts for free on the 
Odyssey app, and I believe you can do that wherever. Japan, Florida, Philly. Yeah. Um, places that are next guest. Ireland. Ireland. Yes. Yeah. You'll find him all over the place, all over the world. We'll chat chat with Brian O'Grady right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Top of the morning to you. This is Brian O'Grady coming from Ireland. Complete with cheesy Irish music, we go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. It is great to catch up with him. He is back after a season with the Cebu Lions in Japan. Our friend Brian O'Grady, former Padre, is back with us on 97.3 The Fan. BOG, how's it been going? Benny, good to talk to you, man. <laughs> What's you good to talk to you? Uh, thanks for having me back. <laughs> Man, it's it's good to be back in the old United States. Uh, you guys make me sound like I really am a world traveler over there. So, but it's been fun to be back. I bet it has, man. We talked a little bit uh, on your podcast a couple of weeks ago, before really the playoffs even started. Um, man, just getting back into the swing of things with the little baby girl, you know, Delaney uh, holding down the fort while you're gone playing baseball. Uh, how's it been, man? The transition back to you know away from that kind of daily grind and into into dad life. It's been amazing. I'm loving it. Uh, let her sleep a little bit extra today because of the wonderful husband and father I am. That's exactly so right. She, appreci- she appreciated that. No, it's uh, actually been a lot smoother than I thought it would be. Um, Delaney is amazing, so she makes it much easier on me, and she's got it down pretty good. But uh, I don't know. I'm definitely a little more calm than I thought I would be. Yeah. But it's uh, it's been so much fun and just making up for that lost time and getting the Spend all that time with with the two of them is just uh, I'm just very happy and very thankful. That's so sweet, man. It's so cool to hear. I I was in Dallas for a weekend and I just couldn't wait to get back to my boys, man. I just like even a, you know you want that time away for a moment, and now after about four hours, you're like, all right, that's enough time. I want to get <laughs> I want to get back to the backyard throwing BP and all the stuff they love to do. Uh, it's so cool, man. So stem to stern, man. How long were you actually? I know you came back when your baby was born, but like, how long were you actually over in Japan? I think I left March 5th and came back. It, today is three weeks back. So March uh, March 5th to October, I don't know what that is, uh, 8th or something, like somewhere around there. That is so, a long, long time. That is a long, it was a long time. time. <laughs> That's a long time. So now, so you guys, uh, the Lions, you you made you made the playoffs, yeah? Yeah, we lost in the first round. Okay, first round, uh, knocked out. Pack your bags. You come on home. So now, like this off season, what's the uh, what's the plan? Do you have another contract with those guys? What's what's the deal? No, so I'm a free agent again. I didn't want uh, an option for the second year at, at the time, so. Doesn't mean I'm not going back. Uh, we're just basically – they actually finished their World Series, I think, two nights ago for us. So now uh, – and then as far as the MLB, nothing happens till really after the World Series here. So it's just been a downtime. I've just been enjoying it with the family. Um, kind of thinking about, I guess, my number – you know, my number one options are what I really want to do. And, and now we're just kind of waiting – see what comes well come on out for the uh, winter meetings in early december in san diego you can press the flesh yeah, all the gms the and uh come see us we'll be broadcasting live so that would be a good time we uh, can set up a tea 
in a net right behind <laughs> our table, and you can just showcase. Hit. And you're like, hey, it's a come showcase. Here. No, no. Yeah. Look at this guy, Dave Dombrowski. Come on over here. here. It'll be like yeah. Jerry Maguire just walking, walking Rod Tidwell yeah. through the yeah, through the floor. Like, Brian, like help Rod, me help you, yeah. Rod Tidwell. Um, so we know uh, you know you're from Dublin, but you also spent a lot of time near Philly growing up. The uh, National League Championship Series, uh, what you got to see between the Padres and the Phillies. Any uh, any torn loyalties? How was that watching those two teams? Obviously, you know a ton of those guys from the Padres uh, from your season in San Diego. What was that series like for you from a, uh, an observer's, observer's standpoint? You know, that was funny. That's what everybody was asking me because I am I grew up a diehard Phillies fan, so I still do have a little bit of that uh, you know bias towards them. But I don't know any of those guys on that team, actually. I, I My good buddy is their strength coach who was with the Reds when I was there, so I'm happy for him. But, you know, I didn't think I cared when I started watching the games, but as I was watching the games, I found myself yelling at the guys from the Padres. So apparently I was rooting for the Padres really, <laughs> when, it, when it came down to it, uh, I guess because, yeah, like you said, I know those guys. So um, yeah, happy for the Phillies and happy for everybody back there. They're all the fans are really excited. All my friends and family are really excited. But, yeah, I, you know, I wanted to see the Padres keep going. Yeah, you don't tell it. It tells you who you root for, right, in, <laughs> yeah. in one of those instances. It's, it's weird, yeah. man. It's weird. No, I mean, we talked before the uh, – I think we talked before the Mets series, and, you know, we kind of talked about the task at hand and, and how it was going to be tough. I mean, they have uh, – they have a dirty lineup. They've got Max Scherzer. They got DeGrom. They got Chris Bassett. They've got Edwin Diaz. They've got, you know, superstars, just like we do, you know, the Lindor and everybody else. And to be able to roll through the, those guys. And then, obviously, you know, for us here, you know, being able to beat the Dodgers in a historic season was uh, – it was ridiculous. I mean, it was ridiculous. And, and I think a lot of people here are like, man – you know that not that it's ever enough, but it was like sure it was really nice to win that one for sure. Yeah, when watching it from from my perspective, I was so happy for the team and then San Diego in general to beat the Dodgers finally in that type of environment too, in that type of uh, series because you know let's face it they've they've had the Padres number uh, since the Padres have really become this team again, right? Yep. So. It was it was awesome to see and flat out the, you know the Padres outplayed them. It was hundred percent. There was no there was no doubt about it. So that was cool to see. And yeah, there's no consolation prize, but at the same time, it was kind of uh, you know it felt like a we can do this and something that we can build off of moving forward when they won that series. Talking to our friend, former Padre Brian O'Grady, here with Ben and Woods on ninety-seven three, the fan. I think around the country, there's still a sense of cheering against the. The Astros, the the cheating Astros. Did, inside baseball, is that is that done now, or is there still some hard feelings uh, from the from the whole trash can banging and, and what happened, you know, five five plus years ago? You know, I think it's still kind of there. Honestly, uh, I think it's a combination of of you know that happened. I think people and players probably think they didn't get the punishment, maybe. Uh, to level that they had wanted. And then on top of that, man, the Astros just win every year. They just keep winning. It's like cheating or not, they just keep winning. So you got to respect that. But it's almost at the point where they're like the Yankees or uh, like the Dodgers. Like they're just there every year and you're just kind of sick of it, you know? So I think it's it's not just that. I think it's just a combination of of all of it. It's funny, man, because as you know, we're all here in, in San Diego. None of us really have a football team we root for. 
Um, you know, the, the Chargers are gone and certainly not going to root for them now. I think Ben, you know, lifelong Charger fan, is like, absolutely no way. And it's funny, in other sports, man, we love a dynasty. But when it's our team, like, you know, you're, you're talking about the Dodgers, you're talking about the Astros. Like, none of those teams win World Series on a consistent basis. Like, they're just, they're there, though, at the end of the year, every single year. I just, I find it interesting, like... We love it. I love a dynasty in other sports. I love to see domination. Like on the golf course, dude, if some if Scotty Scheffler wins nine tournaments in a row, I'm like, this is incredible. But with baseball, man, it just it feels a little bit different. There there is there is parity despite, you know, these high payroll teams, Padres being one of the way that are are making the playoffs consistently. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, you gotta I get tired of seeing the same teams as like from a fan perspective, sure. but I also, from a player perspective and a fan perspective, I appreciate how good they really are and how good, you know, the Astros reloaded. I mean, you let Carlos Correa go and I saw Jeremy Pena in triple a in El Paso last year. And I'm like, you know, he was, he was hurt for some of the year, but when he played, I'm like, this dude, this dude can play. And we were all kind of like, okay, maybe this is why they, they, they might let Correa walk. And obviously he's been, probably even better than they thought he would be. It's been amazing. But yeah, and then, you know, Jordan Alvarez, what a hitter that guy. They have great players. They really do. So, yeah, it's tough. You, you appreciate how good they are, but at the same time, it's like, all right, get out of here. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's see somebody else, you know? <laughs> so good. All right, Brian, growing up, did you have a favorite or most memorable Halloween costume? Oh, yes, Halloween time. Oh. When you were a kid. I think I'd have to go with – and when I was in high school, I was a banana with uh, two of my buddies, one who was six, who was like 6'10", and my other buddy was a gorilla, and he chased us around in high school because he was a senior. So that was uh, – we got away with that a little bit because, you know, the seniors get to dress up that day. So it was, it was pretty funny. But uh, did, What did you guys used I, to call – you're, you're an East Coast guy. What did you guys used to call the night before Halloween? You know, you remember the night where we would all go out and destroy things and throw eggs at stuff. What did you guys call it? it? It's called Mischief Night, but I would just need to put it out there that I never participated no. in such things. But we, yes, so Mischief Night. I was in Connecticut at the time, also on the East Coast. We called it, have you ever heard of this? Cabbage Night? Has anybody Cabbage ever heard night. of Cabbage Night? <laughs> no, no. That's the night before Halloween where you're like, uh, I'm going out with my friends. Well, why are you wearing camo? And why is you, why do you have like... <laughs> Commando uh, face paint all over uh, your up face. Up in the Northwest, it was definitely Mischief Night. Northwest was Mischief. And I he says did he says Mischief Night. I heard Cabbage Night. Maybe I'm insane. Cabbage, cabbage Night. Uh, makes I was, no sense. I, I was a well-behaved child. I don't know anything about. You didn't any know of anything this. about the no. night before Halloween. No, oh, Jesus, never. You no. never heard about it. No. It's when you like you uh, go. Smash, I thought maybe you know, on Halloween, but there was actually a night house, before. Smash pumpkins. Or, yeah. Uh-huh. So like this last night. Yeah, last night was cabbage night. People are waking up to destruction <laughs> yes, around yes. around the country. <laughs> yes, absolutely. For no good reason this, at all. For zero, there's no reason at all. <laughs> no reason why they would do it. And I know you would never participate, uh, Brian, but I did, and Paulie did, and it was really fun. <laughs> well, man, we uh, we love you, and let's stay in touch like we always do. And uh, let us know if anything pops for you. And, and you know, we uh, always got your back, always pulling for you. I appreciate it, guys. I'll definitely let you know. And thank you for having me. It's always fun and catching up. And, yeah, enjoy uh, enjoy the off season too, and the beautiful weather out there. Are we you will. dressing up tonight? Yeah. You, oh, you dressing up. First Halloween. Oh, uh, we – yeah. So we uh, – you know, my, my daughter is, is only – 
five and a half months, so I think we're putting her in a little flamingo costume, so I think Perfect. i got to wear some pink tonight. Perfect. But, yeah, it'll be fun to walk around. Delaney is a cat, like that. all moms wear cat ears. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll see. We know exactly what's coming. Give our Hopefully, love. Yeah, ne- yeah, give our love to the family. Next year will be a good one. Absolutely. Yep, you got it. Thanks, buddy. There he is, Brian O'Grady on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find new roads. Love that man, dude. Such a good guy. What was your favorite Halloween costume? Kiss. Every kiss. For the first, like. The band. Well, kiss. The, the, the cool thing is, they didn't have to do, um, you didn't have to do the makeup. They used to sell the, whatever material that was, um, uh, what was that material? Like, you, you put it on, you tie it in the back, and then you pull the Paul Stanley or Ace Freely mask down over your face. It had the hair attached. So you didn't have to paint your face like Kiss. They just sold them at the dime store. You could walk in and be like, do I want to be Peter Chris or Gene Simmons? I'm going to go with Gene. And you could buy a Gene Simmons costume. So that's what I was for many, many years. Many years. Like, probably five in a row. Polly, what about you? Um, I was Elvis in college at once when I bartended, and that was pretty fun. But I had the worst chafe of my life. I remember, I remember that costume. Did you guys ever have to, like, did your schools when you were growing up do, like, the Halloween, like, carnival or oh, something yeah. where you had to go back to school back to that school. night? Sure. So I got to go today to one. <laughs> one year I was, you know. I was probably like ten years old. I dressed up like an old man. I got an old man mask. Oh yes! And I got some of my grandpa's clothing. Right, and I, I had a cane. Like pretty, pretty, pretty possible, Yeah. They had this game in the gymnasium where if you shot like three pointers, every <laughs> basket that you made, you got a prize or whatever. And dude, for whatever reason, I was locked in. I was just like Larry old Bird man out there, old just man Larry Bird. Threes. People were like, that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen because you looked like you're a like, hundred years like old, old man, and just draining them, hitting buckets. I love. What about you, Benny? Let's see, I was a walrus one year. I didn't love dressing up though. I, I like to stay home and give out candy as opposed to like walking around the neighborhood and get it. So sad. I know. <laughs> Why does that make me so sad? <laughs> just wasn't one of my favorite. You know, it's always the same week as my birthday, and it was it was never one of my favorite holidays. Makes me sad. Don't be you, sad. That you didn't like to. I didn't like to dress up. I still don't. Not really a dress upper. Up. Really makes me Not a costume person. Makes me upset. <laughs> Our buddy Gavin says, I grew up in Connecticut, and I've never heard of cabbage, cabbage night. night. It was Here's, mischief. I'm going to look it up. I think somebody was messing with you. Maybe, but I, I look. <laughs> cabbage, cabbage night. Cabbage night. Mischief Night. Okay, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just a synonym. Why do they call it Cabbage Night? Uh, perhaps from the use of rotten cabbages in pranks on this night. Figured that that was probably the case. Yep. Tossing old cabbages. Who they has smell so really many bad. extra cabbages lying around? I don't know. Cabbage Mom, we're farmers. not using all these cabbages. Are you? you can take them tonight. Maybe I don't need them. Take them for Cabbage Night. That's what I was saving them for, sweetheart. They're cheap. Cabbages. There's a, Some people call it Goosey Night. Cabbage Night. Yeah. So, all right. There it is. It's spreading all these I'm not ins- bad ideas I'm for not, the children of San insane. Diego. I am not insane. Yet again, Woodsy, corrupting everybody. Fine all right, we'll come back. Me. Take on Woods. Much more next on Ben and Woods. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 